I want to turn to, um, if you have your Bibles, Habakkuk is the way I say it. Habakkuk chapter 3. We welcome you. If you're new to Move Church, looking around, I don't know if anybody is brand new, but you're, if you have been coming just for a little while, we hope that you found your church home. We hope you feel at home. And we hope you feel God's presence. That's what we desire. So, Welcome. Chapter 3, beginning at verse 17. I'm going to read from the King James Version in this one. I just like the way it's said here. And for some, one of these verses, it will be familiar with you, but let me start at 17. Listen to what the prophet is saying. He's saying, although the fig tree shall not blossom, neither shall fruit be on the vines. The labor of the olive shall fail, and the fields shall yield no meat. Can't find anything in the deer, uh, uh, you know, deer hunting. Can't shoot no deer, Bob. Ain't no deer out there. It gets worse. There shall be no herd in the stall. Ain't no future source of provision. Looking pretty bleak for this prophet. Verse 18, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will joy in the God of my salvation. The Lord God is my strength, and he will make my feet like hinds' feet, and he will make me walk upon mine high places. When things don't look like the way you want them to, expect them to, when you're down and out about life, maybe discouraged and depressed and things are out of control, there's still a reason for the child of God to rejoice and be glad. The Lord has given us a promise that he will be our strength he knows your situation, and he knows how to get you out of that or get you through that and to help you walk on his high places. The Lord is going to teach us today, and he's going to do a, a healing work for some. Uh, and during the message, here's the message titled, Hind's Feet for High Places. Let's pray. Lord, I thank you today. Your presence is already here strengthening comforting, giving that peace. I thank you for your sweet presence. Jesus, I thank you that it is by you that we have the right to stand in your presence. We don't have it within ourselves, but you made us righteous, and you sent your spirit to live inside of us. Thank you. And Father God, I thank you for the love that caused it all to happen. And today, we are here as your children with arms wide open to embrace your work, to embrace your move. And today I thank you for strength to those who are spiritually tired. And I give you praise for your faithfulness. Church, let's pray it together. Lord, speak to my heart. Change my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Boudreaux and Thibodeau went hunting killed a deer, and they were struggling dragging the deer back to their truck. 
Another hunter walked up pulling his dead deer along, and that hunter said, uh, hey, I don't want to tell y'all something you may already know, but uh, it's much easier if you drag the deer from the other way. That way the antlers won't dig into the ground. And the other hunter, he walked on, and the two of them try, decided to try it. So a little while later, Boudreaux told Thibodeau, you know, that guy was right. This is much more easier. But Thibodeau said, but yeah, we're getting further and further away from the truck. <laughs> Difficult times come our way but they should not take us further from the Lord and from his strength that he wants to give us. The prophet was going through a difficult season, could have been discouraging and a depressing time. There's no figs on the fig tree. There's no olives, no meat to eat, nothing in the stalls, no, no provision. It looked bleak. It was a low time. Have you had them? Maybe you're going through one right now. And during those times, if you're not careful, you can lose your footing in the Lord. There was a reason the prophet gave, two reasons that we should rejoice today. If you belong to God, if you don't, today I believe the Holy Spirit is here wooing you to him. He loves you that much. Even after maybe you've turned a deaf ear before, he's still here today wanting you to receive salvation. And if you belong to Christ, you have a reason, two reasons really to rejoice. And let me read it again. He said, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will be glad. I will joy in the God of my salvation. The Lord God is my strength, and he will make my feet like hinds feet. And he will make me to walk upon mine high places. The two things that he drew joy from was the strength of the Lord and the high places of the Lord. He knew that God would give him the strength and the ability to make it through whatever he was walking through. You hear me today? Satan would tell you, this is going to take you out. He's a liar and the father of lies. Satan would say, because of, of your past, God's getting even with you now. If, you, if you've repented, that's behind you. Sure, sometimes we do have some, some situations, some outcomes from the things we've done in the past, but God is not trying to destroy, destroy you. If he wanted to destroy you, he could have snapped his finger and you would have been gone a long time ago. So he knows how to get you through gives you the strength to do that, and then not only to get you through, but to put you back on top, high places with the Lord. And I want to look at the significance of high places. If you're taking notes, uh, I'm going to give you a few blanks. The first significant thing about high places is this. High places represent your position in Christ. They represent your position in Christ. Prophet said, I will joy in the God of my salvation. If you have received Christ as your Savior, you have a reason to rejoice today. 
The worst thing that can happen to you would be you breathe your last, but for the Christian, that's the best thing that could happen. I got over on that Monday morning. Pastor Franco got to his church. His body was still there when I got there. Just a miracle that I was able to get there that early because of some the way it happened. And um, his associate pastor was there, and his associate pastor said, I love this, man. He said, I thought about going in there and raising him up. <laughs> he said, but he's already seen glory. In other words, he said, it would be a selfish thing for me to do to bring him back here. He's already seen glory. And child of God, you got something to look forward to. God's got an eternity for you that's better than you can dream up. There's nothing that, um, that compares to any kind of trouble you may experience on this earth. Don't let it take you from the high places in the Lord. And hear me, God is going to bring you through. He's got too much invested in you. His son's blood was spilt for you. He sent his very own presence, his presence to live inside of you. If you belong to him, you got a reason to rejoice. Come on, let's give him praise for that. We thank you, Lord. <laughs> oh, he's going to bring you through. Even on this earth, he's going to bring you through. You have a reason. It represents your position in Christ. And God takes care of those who belong to him. You have God on your side, a heaven at your back. Ephesians says this, but God being rich in mercy because of his great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in our trespasses, made us alive with Christ by grace you have been saved. And verse 6, and raised us up with him and seated us, can you believe it, with him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. You may say, well, Pastor, wait a minute. I'm, I'm still here on this earth, and this is a struggle sometimes. Yeah, physically, you're here, right? But your spirit has been given authority in the heavens by Christ Jesus. You have a authority. You answer to a different government. Can you praise the Lord for that? And it's not a government that's dictated by politics because Jesus won it all, didn't he? He took the keys of death, hell, and the grave. He didn't have to win the vote. He took his position, his rightful position. Because of Christ, you and I have a place with him. We don't deserve to be there, but it's by his grace. He said, Jesus himself said, Matthew 16, 19, I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Man, if we only knew our rightful authority in Christ, 
if we only knew who we were, our identity in Christ, not, not anything about Bobby. <laughs> Bobby can mess it up real fast. But in Christ, there's authority. In Christ, there's a position that's backed by heaven. You do too. You have it too if you belong to him. You've given him control. If you've given him control of your life, he's in control. I am so glad Washington is not in control of my life. Aren't you thankful that, sure, it affects us, but it's not the final control in our life. We have a different king, <laughs> a different government. And he can turn it around in a minute. Come on now, I'm going to move on, but he can turn it around in a minute. Don't get so rocked by that stuff that you see. Look past that. You have a position in Christ. It's a high place. And he's going to give you the strength to walk into that. Another significance of high places is this. High places allow for a different perspective. The prophet was looking at bad vineyards, fruitless trees, empty pastures. But yet, he chose to look past that and look up. He knew the view on the high places were better and beyond what he saw in the natural. I'm going to say that one more again. He knew the view on, on the high places were better and beyond what he saw in the natural. I have heard people say, and I've probably said it myself, going through a difficult time, and, and they're asked, well, how are you doing? How are you doing? And they'll say, well, I guess I'm doing okay under the circumstances. Well, what would happen if we got on top of the circumstances? And we go up to the high place of the Lord where we rightfully are destined to be in Christ Jesus. Our perspective should look different as Christians. Please be very careful that your mouth doesn't agree with everything that you see because you could be speaking things that are not what the Lord wants to do. You could be destroying your faith. Oh, let's be very careful, especially in these times that we're living in. Everything looks so crazy. Let's be careful that we don't speak in agreement with what we see. That means we're giving it authority in our life. And we have a different, like I said, a different government, a different king. And we should have a different perspective. Now, I know this is the meddling part, but the Lord is going to help us. So when we're facing trouble, let's be very careful. Now, we just don't speak it out all the time, right? Instead, when trouble comes our way, why don't we say, God is just teaching me a way to trust in him. He is strengthening me, and I'm going to trust in him, and I will never be the same after this. When lack, facing lack, let's, instead of speaking the lack, let's say, oh, God loves me. He loves me so much he gave his son to die for me. He loves me so much his spirit is within me. I have no lack because God's love is for me. Man, that ought to get somebody halfway happy. Instead of, man, I'm just going through some setbacks. 
and just everything falling apart, out of control. I'm just this this week I had a little rattle in my car. Yeah, I thought this little rattle, I don't hear it all the time. I'll it's probably something hanging. I'll just go by the mechanic and they'll just attach it back with a bolt. He said, This your catalytic converter. Yeah, I didn't I didn't think it was a Cadillac. I thought it was a Mustang. He said, yeah, it'd be about $1,400 to fix. <clears throat> I called around, got it fixed a little cheaper than that, but it still hurt my feelings a little bit. But like me and Patty both said, at least we had the money to get it fixed. You know, it's so much your perspective, ain't it? And instead of saying, I'm just going, oh, this is a setback, everything's setback. It's like, I'm just being set up for a blessing. I, God's just set, somebody's getting set up for a blessing, I believe. I, it seems like everything's coming against you. You just keep walking after the Lord, looking to him, and you're going to walk right into a blessing from the Lord. I believe that. I've seen it. Jesus himself said, I have said these things to you that in me, you may have peace. In the world, you will have trouble. There's a promise we don't want to claim, right? <laughs> Jesus said, you're going to have some trouble in this world, but you can take heart. I have overcome the world. And in Christ, you are an overcomer. Gain a new perspective. Get in God's word. Spend time in God's presence. Get up on the high place. If you're going through it today, get up on the high place with the Lord. Go, Drew said, I need to go to the Word. I need to see what God's saying about this. He gained a new perspective. Get into God's presence. See what God is saying about it. And you'll come away on the high place. You'll come away with a different perspective. Another, the third perspective, significance, excuse me. The third significance is this. High places, I love this one, give you an advantage over the enemy. Some of us during praise and worship just stepped past the enemy that was nipping at our heels. <laughs> you came in here thinking, man, if I could just make it, and you're going to leave here on eagle's wings. You hear me? That same devil that was bothering you when you walked in, you're going to walk out victorious in the name of Jesus. Is it okay if I preach this way with a little authority today? Is that all right? I'm feeling this for myself. I'm going to claim it if you don't. <laughs> In a battle, the person on the high ground has the advantage. I love this. The psalmist in, in 18, he knew about the high place. He knew about enemies. Verse 31, he says this, For who is God but the Lord? And who is a rock except our God? The God who equipped me with strength and made my way blameless, he made my feet like the feet of a deer and set me secure on the height. He trains my hands for war so that my arms can bend a bow of bronze. Verse 39, he said, for you equipped me with strength for the battle. This is what's, this is what's going to happen today. Always ask the Lord, what, what, what are you saying in this? And I know someone's going to get strength for the battle. 
You made those who rise against me sink under me. Don't fight the enemy in the lowlands where he lives. He has the advantage over you in the lowlands. To get up on the high place of the Lord where your victory is secure. The devil tries to bring you down to his level with discouragement and depression. You can go to the high place of the Lord with praise. The psalmist in that same psalm said this, I love you, O Lord, my strength. The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer, my God, my rock in whom I take refuge, my shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. I call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised, and I am saved from my enemies. Man, mom and dad celebrated Mother's Day, celebrated Father's Day. Just here recently, got y'all all kind of calories in those cookies. You are mighty warriors for your kids. Talked to a mom this last week. Talked about her daughter going through it and the tears in her eyes. I get it. But this mom is a warrior. We talked about how you got to go into the presence of the Lord and fight. The Lord will raise you up, give you strength to go into God's presence where you go to warfare for your kids, your grandkids. And we must. We must. If they can't get up to the high place themselves, you go up to the high place yourself. You start proclaiming. Hattie's mom is not here today. She's not feeling well. Hattie will be here in the second service. I kept her too busy yesterday, but as as a teenager, she said as a kid, oh, she's, there she is. Baby, I ain't going to say nothing you wouldn't approve of. Let me change that story now. I'm not going to share that. No. She said as a, as a teenager, she'd have a friend over at the house. She said they could hear her mom would start praying in the other room in her closet in a prayer time. I don't know if she's in the closet or not. She prayed, and they would hear her praying. She would be praying over Patty, calling down heaven over any enemy in her life. I don't know the exact prayer, but she, her mama, she knew it was warfaring. And their friend, she said, one account said, your mama's praying for you. Patty said, you're next. <laughs> and it didn't take long. Mama started calling that friend out. You can go to the high place. God can give you some victories for your kids, for your grandkids. We must. Don't stay in the lowlands. He wants you there. When the enemy tries to bring you down with lies, you go to the high place of God's promises. That same Psalms, he's in verse 30, this God... His way is perfect. The word of the Lord proves true. 
He is the shield for all of those who take refuge in him. The high place is a place of victory, and today we're going to go there. He's going to give strength so you can get it back up on the high place. Some of you know what the high place is. You've been there. You've been meddling in the lowlands. Satan has drug you down. You don't have to stay there. The good news today, the Lord, this word is for you. And I believe there's going to be strength that comes to you when you get back to where you belong in the name of Jesus. Now, let's look at the significance of high hind feet. That's not the hind feet, the back feet. It's hind's feet. Hind is a female deer, a type of female deer. He had amazing strength and agility, scaled mountains, could get to the place of safety and security. Let's look at the significance of why the Lord says he will give you strength like a hind's feet. The first one is this, hind's feet, they help us stay on track. They help us stay on track. They say the hind can put its back feet exactly where its front feet was. Exactly. So it was always, it's always in control of its direction. No matter what pressure, no matter what terrain, it could step where its front feet stepped. It can move in that direction, in control. And this is the strength of the Lord. He wants to give you control over every situation. He wants to bring you into the place where he wants you to be, no matter what is trying to pull you aside. Do you hear me today? The Holy Spirit is God's strength in you. He's going to show you by his word, by his wooing, by his peace, his joy, he's going to make sure you stay on track. Symbolically, if you will, he is the front feet and you're the back feet. Just keep in step with him. Romans 8.14 says this, For all who are led by the Spirit of God are sons of God. Galatians 5.25 says, If we live by the Spirit, let us also keep in step with the Spirit of God. Please keep in step this. We always need to keep in step with the Spirit. But I'm telling you, this day and time, there's so much deception in the land. You better not be in step with what you see and what you hear. Can I help somebody, especially us older folks? I'm including us in this. Everything that you see on social media is not true. Most of what you see is, please don't be sharing that stuff. It ain't true. Most of it, it ain't true. It's going to get worse, y'all. AI, if you probably heard it in the news today, the people who invented AI and the advances of that are actually asking the government to regulate it. Audio cloning, it, 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 there's already digital cloning. You cannot trust what you see. you got to trust the Spirit. I felt Wednesday night during prayer, 
I felt the Lord give me a word, and I've, I've shared it with others. And I'll share it with you. I think it's for the, for the body. He said, there's coming a shaking. Keep your ear to the ground. Like, Lord, it seemed like I would be looking up <laughs> instead of having my ear to the ground. So, no, it's a position of prayer. And you'll be able to know from which way that shaking is coming from so you won't be caught off guard. Church, we better go to the Lord with the high places so we're not led astray. The Lord wants you to have sure footing, wants you to be in the direction following the Spirit where you're not pulled aside to the right or the left. Amen? So I'm getting again to my next my next significance is this. Well, let me say this first. The devil will lead you to the lowlands where, where there is lack, deception, destruction, but God wants to lead you by his spirit out of the lowlands to the high places with him where there's abundance and life. Amen. The second significance is this. They allow for sure footing. I've mentioned that a little bit. Hind's feet are agile and strong. How many deer hunters are here? You know how fast they can jump around, don't you? I mean, they're there, and then they can leap, and you won't see them again. <laughs> they, can, they can go. And they're, they're agile. They can swiftly make decisions. If they step the hind, if it's going up on a mountain, the soil gives way, they can quickly take a step to get back on solid ground. And God wants your footing on solid ground. That's the reason why he's given you his word. It's a firm foundation that it'll get you to the high places and keep you there. I'm telling you, put too much stock in everything going on around you, you will slip. You'll question things. You'll wonder, uh, is God in control? You'll fall prey You'll, to the enemy who's after you. Psalm 17, 5 says, My steps have held fast to your paths. My feet have not slipped. For the young Christians, God wants to give you, man, when I was young, I, I made so many stupid things. States. I just went with it. How many of you just went with it back in the day? You will be amazed now how many different angles I look now before I even take a next step. Like, okay, let me see. Is that safe? Uh, is that going to be secure? Is that? I've learned by experience. How many of you have learned by experience? I used to do. Oh, wow. I. I I've passed someone on the shoulder before because I couldn't get them on the other side. I just came on the shoulder and threw rocks everywhere back in my ignorant days. Y'all are looking at me like, man, that man was ignorant. Yeah, I was. I was heathen. <laughs> and God kept me in my rebellion. Isn't that something? Man, God wants you to have sure footing now. He wants you to be on the foundation. Don't always be the one having to be taught. God wants you to be the teacher. Think of it was Paul saying, you should be teaching others, but you're still having to be taught. God wants you to be on the rock so you can show others how to get to the rock, stand on the rock. 
That would that's all extra. That that didn't co- it's not gonna cost any more. There'll be a new video series that includes that for twenty nine ninety five. Matthew seven, Jesus said, "Everyone who hears these words of mine and does them will be like a wise man who built his house on the rock." And the rain fell and the floods came and the winds blew and beat on that house, but it did not fall because it had been founded on the rock. There's an old song that we sang back in the church of God. I loved it. You know, back in the church of God, anybody could sing. Anybody could be in the choir, couldn't they? Chris Neely's dad was the worship leader. He said, anybody want to sing? I went on up. I could sing in their choir. True is yet to ask me to sing. And we sang, standing on the promises of God. How many of y'all remember that song? And are we still singing it in our spirits by, by the truth of the song? Because it is the word of God. Verse 2 says of that song, standing on the promises that cannot fail. When the howling storms of doubt and fear assail, by the living word of God, I shall prevail. Standing on the promises of God. Let's all sing it together. No, no, no. I'm not leading you. Would you stand, please? Let me give you the last one. The last one is this. If you can't write standing up, go ahead and sit, write this down. I want you to have it in your notes. They make it possible to scale tough terrain. I'm so thankful some people, if I miss a blank, man, they come and attack me after service. I'm so glad you're taking notes. Because, again, this is is something that if you don't need it today, store it, put it back. They make it possible to scale tough terrain. Some today are going through it. I really believe this is, man, Drew, the word that he shared earlier about being overwhelmed, that resonates, I know. Peace. God is really trying to get through to someone today. He'll orchestrate a whole service to try to make sure you walk in the high places with him. Behind deer is not afraid to climb rocks, jump clefts in the rock. He's not afraid of the heights. She'll do whatever it she needs to do to get above the predator that's pursuing her. When the enemy is behind you, you got a difficult place in front of you. God wants to give you strength. This ain't the time to lay down doubt. Not the time to lay down in condemnation. It's the time to receive what the Lord has given you, his strength to get beyond your enemy. You got to break free from him. You cannot overcome your enemy if you are holding his hand. Break up with the enemy.
from this day forward, we are no longer friends. I know you know I'm your enemy, but today I'm telling you, I know I am your enemy. You hear me today? And no more. I'm breaking up with you. And I'm going to get to the high places with the Lord. Stay out of reach of the enemy. Stay out of reach. And sometimes our defeat is because we're getting as close to the enemy as we can without holding his hand. Guys, you know how you, when you like that girl, you just, or, or vice versa, and it came real close to me. Now, I think it was the other way around. Just get close to somebody you like. You got to step away and get on the high place from the enemy. First John says, for everyone who has been born of God overcomes the world, and this is the victory that has overcome the world, our faith. God has destined you to be an overcomer. Sure, we have an enemy that we battle, but a lot of times our biggest enemy is in me. The Lord has given you all that you need to have victory. Heaven is at your disposal in Christ Jesus. So let me close this out, and we want to pray for God's strength. I know he's going to do that. But remember, first of all, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. So I want to reread our opening text. Although the fig tree shall not blossom, neither shall there be fruit in the vines, the labor of the olive shall fail in the field, shall yield no meat, the flock shall be cut off from the fold of their shall be no herd in the stalls yet. Would you read this with me? I will rejoice in the Lord. I will joy in the God of my salvation. The Lord God is my strength, and he will make my feet like hinds' feet, and he will make me to walk upon mine high places. Let's give God praise. Would you do that? Lord, we thank you. We thank you. It's time to get Heinz's feet today. The devil has talked some into limping around the lowlands for way too long. Limping around. There's victory for you. Would you close your eyes, please? There's victory for you. I want you to hear that. Not just from my words, but... I believe the Spirit of God is saying that to your spirit. I hope you receive it from him. It's the truth. There's victory for you. Victory for you. Victory for you. Strength. 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 Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Just waiting on the Lord just for a moment. Thank you, Lord Jesus. That's true. You need the strength from the Lord today. There's no shame in that. We all go through times. Like Drew Sheridan, we get overwhelmed. We forget. 
that God is in control. You need strength today. Would you just lift up your hand to the Lord? He already knew it anyway, right? He already knew it. He's been waiting for you to ask. Would you just ask him, Lord, today, I've received this word and I need your strength. I received this word and I need your strength. Oh, you already hear it. Somebody's hearing, but you can't, but you can't, but you can't. No, no, that's the devil. Don't forget, you're on the high place. You're jumping away from him. The Lord's going to give you hinds feet. Thank you, God, for that. There's a victory. There's a victory. There's a victory. Strength in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Lord God, that this word, we receive that. You know where it, it needs to go right now as they're calling out to you. Lord, I believe you're pouring that strength on them now in the name of Jesus. If you start feeling something stirring in your heart, raise the other hand, okay? You, no pressure, but if you just start feeling something, the Lord moving on you, just raise your other hand and thank you. Lord, strength being poured on you in the name of Jesus. The strength of the Lord that comes by his spirit. Poured out in the name of Jesus. Lord, I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. Different perspective. Different perspective in the name of Jesus. Lord, I thank you for that. I thank you for that. Help somebody break up with the enemy. Lord, help them break up with the enemy. That thing that's keeping you from the high places of the Lord, you let it go in the name of Jesus. It don't look like an enemy. If it's keeping you from the high places, it's your enemy. Break up with that in Jesus' name. Thank you, God. Lord, we give you praise. You're so good to us. You're so good to us. Thank you, God. Supernatural strength, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. Let's make sure we've given our heart to the Lord. If there's sin in our life, let's repent of that. And that's keeping you from all that God has. It's keeping you from strength. So let's pray it together. If you've never committed your heart to Christ, pray this prayer which begins and initiates a relationship with him. His spirit moves in. You'll never be the same. Church, can we pray it together? Heavenly Father, thank you for loving me so much that you gave your son Jesus to die on the cross for my sins I'm a sinner I need a savior would you forgive me for all my sins would you come into my heart would you change my life and I'm going to do my best to live for you in Jesus name heads bowed just for one more moment I felt even during that prayer I felt the Lord say that there's going to be some steps given that you just obey, okay? You follow him. That the Lord's going to give you some steps. You follow him. He's going to lead you. If you let him lead, he will lead you. And man, let him do that. It's going to end up, you're going to be on the high place with him. And that's where God has destined you to be. Lord, we thank you. Thank you for loving us so much that you would give a word today to encourage us. Thank you for the high place. Jesus, it's because of you that we're able to live in those places we have been seated with you, that we don't have to be governed by what we see going on around us. We're not in we don't have to be controlled by situations and circumstances and politics. 
God, we are controlled by the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Amen. He's got your best interest at heart. Amen. All right. It's been good to be in God's house. Can we give it up for our production team and worship team who is so faithful? I'm telling you. What they do, uh, they're here before anybody else just about and, and here getting ready. And, um, man, to lead us and in, to worship, I mean, so thankful. It takes everybody. It takes it takes a team, don't it? And um, for them to, for the, for the worship team to stand up here, the, the um, production team, they don't have to smile. <laughs> but they have to smile up here. I mean, Drew and Sarah, I mean, I was behind them today. They didn't know it. They were in a fight. I mean, Drew, Sarah slapped Drew. I mean, no, I'm joking. <laughs> no, that's a joke, y'all, don't. That's a joke. But no matter what they go through that morning, they come up here and, and they worship. The reason why they're able to do that is because they're worshipers. And that's, that, that's so thankful. And let's give it up for our kids' ministry. Amen. If you got a child back there, wow. They have served, they have stepped out of this service to, and they don't just keep your kids, they pray over them and minister to them. So would you do me a favor? Tell them thank you when you pick up your child. Say thank you. Thank you for keeping my kids. And we can't, I'm leaving, I know I'm leaving some teams out, but we got some great people serving. Man, would you give it up for those coffee folks? My, man. Oh, we can do better than that. The people, the people ain't clapping on the people that don't like coffee. But if you like coffee, I mean, and the readers, wow, the security team, come on, man. Man, Mike, Mike Myers, man, and leading up the security team, he'll scare people. I mean, just looking at him, scaring people. All right, let me let you go. The Lord, let me bless you. Let the Lord bless you. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. See that high place? And the Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace. Have a great Sunday, everybody. <laughs>